I'm Claire. What's your name? My name's Lisa. <laughs> and this week on Devil's Avocado, we're talking about falling over when you're not drunk. Yep. Bingo wings. Right. And asking the question, do you have to have a dressing age? Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> okay, well, let's start then. This is something that's been weighing on my mind, and I think about it a lot. <sighs> okay, how am I going to phrase this? Well, do you think, as you get older, you suddenly one day wake up and go, I'm going to go into Miller's and buy myself an outfit? Mm, I don't know about that progression. <laughs> I don't know if that progression still exists in the way that it used to. No. Because I think all the boundaries are blurring, aren't they? Well, I'd hope so, and I have often said, and I to this day I still say it that I will never not wear clothes from Cos and I will never not buy clothes online from shops that are purportedly for people not my age yes. and I will never not go into H&M and buy something most weekends <laughs> like I won't ever be able to stop dressing the way that I dress and I have dressed the same way pretty much for my entire adult life but which is which is sneakers midi length skirt yeah top yeah <laughs> not neither glamorous nor indeed scruffy although my husband would be, beg to differ sometimes but you know like I just I have a particular look and yes. the thought of suddenly one day waking up and going you know what I need in my wardrobe is a pair of polyester slacks I just yes. don't really see that happen, happening nor am I going to be one of those women that wears the big black Japanese kind of glasses and looks like Yoji Yamamoto flowy amazing yes. you know big dinosaur designed resin bangles and stuff I'm not gonna be that person either I'd, I'd like to be, that, to be person. that person more than the yes. Miller's person I'm quite happy just to be me yes and cause I guess you know not that we're sponsored by cause but you know makes the same clothes no matter how old you are you can probably wear them and you quite look ageless at, yes and I like yeah. to think of them as organic teacher I suppose as well your clothes that you wear, and this is going to sound really awful, but... <laughs> Try me. <laughs> they're comfy, oh. aren't they? So <laughs> I think as you get older... Oh, you, you want for comfort. You look want comfort. for comfort a bit more, and that might be why you sort of went, you know, in the past you would have got your elasticated waist slacks. Mm. Not when you say you, you don't mean me. You I don't mean, mean you, one. I mean one. Yeah. Whereas your look is, com- it, you know, it's fun and it's, yeah, funky. But it's also, <laughs> is it trendy? It's quite trendy. But it's it's comfy, isn't it? You wear trainers. You're not tottering yes. around on heels. So you no. don't have to make that transition from heels to flats. No. And, you know, you don't wear things that are form-fitting, do you? No. No, no, I don't know. So there's less reason for you to go, you know what, I'm just going to yes. you know, have a bit of a break from yes. wearing power suit. <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever worn a power suit. I do, I just wonder if sometimes, you know, like, is the reason I don't want to wear them because I'm stuck in this thing where, and I, you know, I'm mutton dressed as lamb. Am I mutton? Am I mutton dressed as lamb? Or am I just well dressed in my opinion, or in the world's view, well-dressed mutton. Are we well-dressed no, mutton or are I we... wouldn't say you're mutton at all. But surely we're mutton just by nature of being older. Being an old sheep. <laughs> but isn't mutton dressed as lamb when you wear things like... I was going to say leopard print, but you wear, <laughs> we both wear loads of animal print. Um, or... If you wear, like, if you're a certain age and you wear a really short skirt... Yes. ..you might be mutton. But yes. then, 
you know, Elle McPherson yeah, but isn't, wears a really short but, uh, skirt. It looks amazing. Isn't so. Mutton just the person who's older and the fact that she's dressed as lamb the problem as a, yeah as opposed to okay <laughs> yeah so mutton is just an older sheep right trying to pretend she's a young sheep right if we're going to go with the full okay hog I don't, I <laughs> all think the farm getting, animals yeah i think <laughs> i think you're mixing your animals there with the hogs and the, and the mutton i don't know if you need to worry about it as much these days no, no i think people there's everyone just sort of does their thing a bit more don't they who do you think's got good style then for an older, like, you know, who should we well, be modelling her? I mean, I love Iris. But yes. But she's a bit of a, well, she's definitely she's the black definitely, glasses. Yeah, and she? also she's very extreme. Well, Margaret Pomeranz. Yes, yeah, she's, she's good. She's got the rock chick thing going on and it suits her. I don't think it would suit me necessarily because I'm yeah. not the right shape. You'd love a big necklace though. Yeah, I don't think Margaret likes a big necklace. Doesn't she? For some reason, I've got in my head that she likes big jewellery. No, she she would be like... She's an earring. She loves an earring. She does love an earring. And she has that great bob, which I think is quite bob. She's <laughs> quite, um, you know, it's a signature look. Yes. I think that kind of thing can work quite well. Who else do I think dresses well? Leland Chin. Leland Chin. She's got a style, hasn't she? Style. So it's really, it's about having a style, but you've got to be careful that you don't become a... Um, Pastiche. A caricature. caricature. Yeah. Is there, is there a difference between a pastiche and a caricature? I don't know. No, I'm not sure. Pastiche sounds like something you want to eat for your breakfast. Oh, yeah, lovely. <laughs> I have two pastiches with my coffee, please. <laughs> with my latte. <laughs> <laughs> it is hard. The whole dressing as you get older thing, though, I mean, I was just saying, oh, do what you like, but it's not, it's not that easy, is it? No, because you don't know. Like, whenever you look at the ads for things, they're always advertised by younger people, unless yes. they're aimed at older people. Yeah, and Millers then, or yeah. Noni B. Yeah. And but I, even then, Noni B and Millers don't actually use... Like, no, their target audience would be over 60. Yeah, and yet their they put models are 50 and 40. 40, yeah. put them in their clothes. But I still don't look at those clothes and think, well, I want to wear those clothes. No, I don't either. But then... Yeah, I, yeah, I think that, you know, you advertise these things and they're all really skinny and really young and you're not, you're, you're neither of those things, <laughs> nor am I. We are neither of those things. Yes. And yet we're still, you know, I'd still go and buy those things over the old people's, oh, I don't know, it's a terrible situation to find yourself I'd in. I'd like to be the person with the glasses and the beads and the layers, mm-hmm. you know, the sort of... Is it Japanese? Is yeah, it well, I think, I think it's, I think somehow it's become that, I'm not sure. yeah. But I just don't know if you can suddenly wake up one day and be that person. No, you probably had to have had. <laughs> you don't even need glasses, you stupid woman. <laughs> You'd be like, no, they're just they're just costume. Costume glasses. No, oh, I used to have a pair of costume glasses. Well, I have a young friend. Mm. She's nearly thirty, and she wears costume. She wears glasses that aren't prescription. Mm. But there's nothing new about that. People were doing that twenty no, years ago. No, I used to do that too. Actually, to be fair. Yeah. What about when you're trying things on and they are for younger, thinner people, <laughs> and then you put them on, then you can't get out of them in the change That's room. It's awful, isn't it? Like when you get stuck in them, have you ever been stuck? <laughs> it's just, and you start, <laughs> then you go red, and you start sweating, <laughs> and then you're sweating on the clothes. Yes. Well, you know. Perspiring on the clothes because you get so nervous. I'm just, I'm doing oh, this. I'm yes. feeling it. Like when you get stuck, to, so yeah. you can't go up or down. You can't go up or down, and you think I'm just going to have to rip these seams <laughs> and we'll run get someone in to help me. 
But I don't think that's limited to just the people who are a bit bigger. I think everybody can be in that situation. Yeah. Ooh, oh, hello, bed. It's just the worst, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's awful. It's yeah. awful. It's, it's just... You actually, your heart starts to go, doesn't it? And I just don't know whether I would ever be confident enough to go, excuse me. Excuse me, can you help me? I'm stuck. Oh, it's heartbreaking. Because then you can't go up or down and your your arms get to a certain point and then you can't actually move them either. So then you're completely stuck in this tube of fabric. Yeah. Oh, oh, my heart's racing just thinking about it. Oh, no, let's not. Let's move on. Let's not dwell. No. (laughs) Okay, it's time for something we are calling... Culture Club. <laughs> Do you so, really? Yes, yeah, so this is going to be a regular little slot. Yes. And we're sort of just going to talk about books we're reading. Yeah. Or TV we're watching or films or, you know, anything that's, you know, taken our... Taking our fancy. Okay. What have you? What do you have for us? Well, I have been reading Viv Albertine's memoirs. So she was in a punk band called The Slits, which was a female punk band. Yeah. British. Yeah. Um, and she was a cohort of, say, Sid Vicious from the Sex Pistols, was a very good friend of hers, and she dated Mick Jones from The Clash. And so her first book, which I think you've read... I have, um, I have. ...is sort of all it. about that. And... But she's writing it as a 60-year-old now, and she, she's still so angry. I love it. She's so angry about the world and the world for women, and she's a real powerhouse. And then the second book is called Throw Away Unopened. Right. And my husband had read these books first because they were given to him by my sister, actually, for Christmas. Mm, yeah. And I said, oh, what does this title mean? And he said, oh, you'll have to find out. And then you do find out because <laughs> her mother dies and she's going through all her paperwork and sorting it all out. And then she finds this old bag and it's got written on it in Tipex, throw away unopened. Mm, and in yeah. this bag are these uh, all these papers. And she has to make the decision whether to honour her mother and her request and throw this bag away or to open the bag, see what's in it, and then take it from there. And it has her mother's diary in it. Oh, wow. It got me thinking. <laughs> Didn't it? <laughs> I'm doing thinking things now. Like, what would you... I'd read it for sure. There's absolutely no way I would throw that bag away unopened. No, I wouldn't throw it away. I don't know whether I'd open it or not, though. I think I might just hang on to it. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'd feel like I couldn't throw it away in case I wanted to read it one day, but then I would be very, very nervous to read it. Yeah. So I would just probably hide it somewhere. And she was saying in the book, like, spoiler alert, sorry, I've just ruined it if you do go to read it. But anyway, (laughs) she was saying, you know, in her mind, she was like, obviously my mother wanted me to read it. Otherwise she could have just burnt the papers or thrown Mm -hmm. it away herself. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no reason why she left it. I would definitely read it, but I am such a nosy parker. <laughs> There's just no way that I'm, I would definitely read someone's... Oh, God, would I read someone's diary? Not if they were alive, probably not. <laughs> oh, but if they're dead, that doesn't matter then, surely. Oh, I don't know. If they don't say... If it's just sitting there... Oh, I'm not sure. It's so personal, isn't it? I once had a member of my team, and she <laughs> left a message over the weekend on my phone, and she said... Lisa, I've done something really stupid. I've left a message on your answer phone at work and I was a bit drunk and I really don't (laughs) want you to listen to it. I'd really appreciate if you just deleted it. So I thought, oh, okay. I wonder what she's been... She obviously had a right go at me. Obviously hated (laughs) me. I had no idea. Um, But I actually went to work on Monday and I did delete it. Good for you. And I didn't listen to it because I thought it's not going to help anyone. She's going to be mortified 
You get your nose out of joint. I'll get my nose out of joint. She might tell me some home truths that I really don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. I just thought it's not going to do anyone a favour, so I actually did delete it without listening. Maybe she said, I don't like your um, your voicemail message. I think you need to change it, you stupid bag, or something really pointless like that. I think it was probably more I hate you. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Oh, okay. Well, my um, Culture Club uh, yes. entry is Amy Schumer Growing, which yeah. is on Netflix, which is her pregnancy stand-up um, show that she did. Right. I don't like her very much, generally. I do. <laughs> now, I'm, I don't really know why I watched it. I think because I was bored and I kind of thought it might be okay and she might have... Have you watched her mellowed. stand-up before? Yeah, I just... I don't necessarily... Well, I haven't found her that funny okay. a lot. I did like... What's the movie where she plays the girl? Oh, Trainwrecked. Yeah. Train, train no, wrecked? the other one. The other oh, one. Oh, I Feel Pretty or something. Yeah, I, I liked that. that. I like Trainwreck. Mm-hmm. Trainwreck was good. Have you seen that? Mm, yes. It's very cute. Yes, I have. I'm it's got it. Bill... Hader. Yes. Who I love. Do you love him? Oh. Love him. Well, he wasn't in this. It was just okay. her on stage. And she openly says at the front of it, at the start of it, that the only reason she's doing it is because she's under contractual obligation. Right. Because she wouldn't choose to do it because she's got terrible morning sickness. She's got what Kate Middleton had. Oh. And so she vomits all the time. She's these days. It's like it? having food poisoning every day for five months. How horrendous. All the time. So that kind of won me over that, yeah. she, that she was honest. And it's actually very funny, and she talks about in it a lot about getting older and about how when you meet a man, there's no point in his 20s and 30s because he's out there going, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, and like getting drunk and stuff. And then by the time he gets to his 40s, he's just tired, and then you can just take him home and, and lead him by the hand. And I was like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Well, you know my brother-in-law's theory, don't you? No. And so he's a bit older than me probably 20 years older than me. Anyway, I had I went had a time when I really didn't have much luck romantically. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, don't even bother thinking about marrying a man till he's 40. Yeah, so yeah. He said it was just pointless because they don't know what they're doing or what they want. You've got to wait till they're 40 to marry them. And then just knock them on the head and drag them. Drag them home. <laughs> well, that's pretty much what Amy said. Yeah, there you go. Okay. And when she also talked about, she does this very funny thing in it, which I'm, you know, spoiling for anyone who wants to watch it, where she says, when you're a bridesmaid when you're in your 20s, you're like, oh, I'm so delicate and here I am, I can't carry my champagne glass because it's too heavy. Oh. And then she said, when you get 30 and you're a bridesmaid, you just, like, try and make your arm look smaller in the photos. <laughs> And she's talking about everyone in who's thirty year old or more in the bridesmaids looks like um you're in a half back from a football team or something anyway. I thought it was very because, funny. Because you just naturally get bigger. You, you get, get bigger. Older. You do. Yes. Your body just changes. It does change. And even if you were slim, you'd never have that I want to say that slimness of youth. No. When you are in your twenties, you have no idea, do you, how no. gorgeous you are? Because I think your bones must get bigger. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> surely, no, surely that's where I, mean. I don't think so. But I just think when you're you're just young and you've got that like your skin's got that springiness mm. and you can't replicate that. And it does. I don't think it matters how much you go to yoga or Pilates. No, like something else will drop off. Something droop. else will <laughs> droop, or <laughs> you know, you're just never going to be really. It's that essence of youth. You can't, you can't bottle it. You can't. You can't bottle it. You can't. Speaking of which, here's another regular thing we're going to do. What aches now? What's this about? Then? This is about how when you get older, everything starts to hurt. And yeah. <laughs> what's hurting this week? Claire? What's hurting this week? Well, my back's hurting. Your oh, back's hurting. I had to take a day off work because I had a bad back. Yeah. Well, I actually work from home. 
I just say that I work from home. Uh, that's the uh, the, the old. Uh, <laughs> they can't work see from you home. Doing folks, <laughs> um, did you ever think you'd be as a younger person? Did you ever think you'd be a backache person? I don't think I ever thought it. Then about four years ago, I bent over in the laundry room to pick up a bike. Don't ask me why it was in the laundry room. It's a long story. Was it your bike? Uh, yes. Oh. And something went in my back and I had to call my friend to come and get me and she had to drive over and we had to try and walk the streets to try and loosen my back up. Mm. We had to go into the chemist. That was just awful. Had like months of physio and everything. I'd done something to a disc just from doing that. And ever since then, my back has been rubbish, been rubbish. Like it feels weak. So if I do anything, if I, like I do Pilates to try and strengthen it, but then it makes it worse. Yeah. Oh, honestly. It's very debilitating. When you've, when you've done your back. Yeah. And I hear what you're saying. It's like, even that, oh, I've done my back in. That is such an old person thing yeah. to say. Yeah, and I don't want not, to be that we're person. We're now that person. And it is, but I think a lot of your back is, can be sort of stress-related as well. Because I remember one time going having a bit of a rough patch and my back, I walked into my osteo and I was bent up, literally bent double, mm. and him and his you know, cohort ran out, got me, got me up on the bed, worked their magic, and I walked out of there upright and absolutely fine. Wow. It was amazing. But it was purely stress-related. Right. So it was like you had the weight of the world on your shoulders. Yeah. That's so weird. I mean, I don't, this isn't supposed to be a big whinge fest. No. I'm just, I'm just saying that as you get older, you do the things that start to happen that you always thought, oh, that'll never be me. Like you know, when you see old people on TV go, oh, me back and all me knee, you think, oh, I'll never, that, be, that I'll never be that person. You can't help but it. But it just happens naturally. It's like wearing glasses. <laughs> it's like wearing, I've got twenty twenty vision, but I have to wear glasses to read. Well, then you don't have twenty twenty vision, then do you? Well, <laughs> I well, mean, isn't that by nature? Oh, okay. So, but I'm only just slightly out. But right. I can't, but I need 19, them, 21, vision? Uh, but I need, yeah, I need to read glasses to read now. But doesn't everyone? Isn't that inevitable that everyone at a certain age has to wear glasses? Probably, probably. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't know the science of it, but... Oh. And... Um, you wear glasses. I have glasses, but not to read. Oh. I have them to see far away. Oh, okay. So I've got 90-70 vision. <laughs> I can read. I can read. Although, having said, I mean, my dad had to have bifocals. I think at some point they even—is there such a thing as a trifocal? I wouldn't know. Do people still have bifocals? Well, I think they don't. Not. I don't know. Maybe. No, that feels like something that. Old-fashioned as well, doesn't it? <laughs> but they do have things. They have the same. They have lenses that you can see different in the glasses. Oh, okay. They must do because then you can have you can look. You can have the same pair of glasses and you can drive your car and then you can read. Right, and then you do that peering thing, don't you? <laughs> I don't want to do that. Or you buy those glasses from the from the chemist that are just like specific I've actually done that. measurements. Yeah, no, I actually did that because because my eyesight is actually twenty twenty. Perfect, perfect vision and. My prescription hadn't changed, but a certain eye place wouldn't give me new glasses without going and having a new uh, eye test. test. And I just thought, well, I'm not doing that because I've got my... They, I'd actually had an eye test and I had the prescription. Anyway, I can't remember the story, but basically I don't want to pay... Fascinating, it's fascinating. It's <laughs> fascinating. And I didn't want to pay 80 bucks for a pair of glasses. I went to the chemist and I paid five bucks mm-hmm. for a pair of plus one reading glasses. And did they work? Absolutely fine. Hmm. So that's what I've got at work. <laughs> For when I have to read at work. Right, which is most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. Great. Well, that was a fascinating story. Maybe, yeah. maybe we'll cut that bit out. 
Look, you have, I'm you just saying me. I never thought I'd be one of those people no. who bought my glasses from a chemist. No. <laughs> I know. And you know what? The thing that gets used a lot in my house, and it, uh, A is um, a thing called a nodger, which is... Um, That's not a thing. Is that, is that a <laughs> yeah, it's this name. And it's like this back thing that you can you can massage your own back with it because it's got a handle and you kind of put it over your shoulder and you can get into Is this one knots. of these special massages you get in the back of the Innovations catalogue? <laughs> very similar. It's very Innovations worthy, but it's not. I got it online somewhere. Um, and I've also got this other little kind of rubber thing that you like on and you can get right into your oh, back on the okay. knots there. That gets a lot of work out, as does the Voltaren gel and the Denka rub. <laughs> what is in that? That stuff is a miracle worker, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's like having a little nurse, little physio oh, in a it's tube. Just amazing. <laughs> I tell you what gets a good workout in our house. Oh yes. Best five ninety nine I ever spent. <laughs> Is a back an extendable back scratch? Oh yes! Oh, I love a scratch. Oh. I love a back scratch. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of things that you buy because you're old, <laughs> I just really just want to go home and lie down. Right. Um, <laughs> cushions and candles. Yes. Now we were just talking about this because we love a candle, and it is. I think it just comes with a certain age and goes away again. Yes. Because I think it depends. A lot of it would depend on your disposable disposable income. income. Mm. Because, like, if I bought my mother or mother-in-law a $50 candle, they would think I was completely insane. Mm. In fact, I have bought them candles or given them candles. They never light them. No. Because they're for best or whatever. (laughs) They just don't get it at all. And they they literally, it's like, you might as well set fire to your money (laughs) with your candle flame. It's the most stupid thing they can think of. I mean, I can understand that. I can understand it. It is a waste of money, really. When you think that you can spend $50 or more, $80 on a candle, and that could be an outfit or a meal or a a food for an entire family for a week. Yes, it is a lot of money. But there's there's something about a candle... As a treat, which is like a lipstick used to be, or a, yeah. you know, or a bunch of flowers or something. It cheers you up. It makes you yeah. feel good about your home. And, and, yeah. I'm very particular about candles as well, and I get really upset if you buy a candle it doesn't burn properly or yeah. doesn't smell. It doesn't nice. smell. I hate it that. doesn't smell. It's so annoying. Oh, when they say they purport to be, you know, when you see those things online, they're like this can this nine dollar candle is just like the eighty dollar oh, Joe yeah. Malone candle, and it's then you not. go and buy it. It's like no, it's not. It smells like toilet cleaner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cushions are the same, aren't they? I think cushions are an older, getting older thing. Ladies. Ladies um, love a cushion. I also, I have a pillow problem. <laughs> so I, you know, a few years ago really invested heavily in pillows. Mm-hmm. And they're lovely. But once you've had a good pillow, you're ruined for life. Yeah, Because you have to keep having good pillows. And I like the whole big square European pillow and then stack my pillows. I'm actually looking at the bed as we speak and it's true. Um, Yeah, and then I buy all, I'm obsessed with pillowcases, certain brands. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, again, you know, when I was a 21-year-old rock chick, I didn't think I'd become that person. No. I had a boyfriend once years and years ago who was really into bed linen and I think it was a bit weird at the time. Because he, but he, yeah, I know. I mean, he still is, I think. I don't, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) But I mean, I don't think you'd necessarily one day go, well, I'm not going to buy nice bed linen. I suppose you would because you go, I can't afford it. If you've got enough of it as well, because it lasts. It does last, doesn't it? Actually, a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours was telling me that he had so many white, 
sheets in his house that his sister had said to him, you might need to get rid of some of them. Like, he just bought heaps. I was like, oh, you Dexter or something? Right. <laughs> I mean, he just, like, he just kept buying kept buying them. Yeah, I'm a bit like that. And then I've got cats and they um, may, them. may be allowed in the bed mm. um, and they scratch them. And so my holes. beautiful sheets end up with holes and I don't know how to fix them because... Well, I don't think you can, because then you have to put little darning But holes. everyone would have, but back in the day... Oh, you iron a bit on. Or you can iron a patch on the back, okay, and then they just look a bit But shit. people would have fixed them back in the day. Well, and now. people people who don't... People who perhaps care a little more <laughs> would fix. Yeah. Whereas you, like, you know, I guess it does show... The, uh, the difference between someone who'd fix a, fix a sheet and not buy a candle... Yes. ...versus someone yes. who'd be very quick to... Purchase an eighty dollar Joe Malone candle and yeah, I don't know. Joe Malone's hundred. Oh God, depressing. Let's talk about falling over when you're not drunk. Yes. So a colleague of mine this week fell over, just tripped over, really did a number on herself. Jeez. And it just made me think. You know, when you're a kid and you fall over and you just bounce back, and it doesn't really matter. You have a bit of a cry and a bit of a graze. When you fall over when you're older and you're not drunk, so can I just say she was completely sober at mm-hmm. lunchtime. It really hurts, doesn't it? It hurts and it really shakes you it up. It shakes you up. It's it's a shock. Um, it's just not much fun, is it? <laughs> falling over. It's not. And and does it makes your confidence because you think, oh, I'm going to be one of those women that falls wobbly. over. Yeah. Because you think you're going to be a wobbly woman. <laughs> Nothing worse. Nothing oh. worse than being a wobbly woman. Actually, balance is. I did quite a few stories on balance over the years, and there's all these things you can do to improve your balance because it is very important not to fall over because obviously as you get older, um, especially if you've got brittle bones mm. and what have you it mm. can be really problematic so did she fall over because she was dizzy or like no, tripped over something tripped. Mm. she just tripped got her foot caught and tripped and she just went bang down on her left side massive egg on her head really bruised ribs and then a big you know on one of her knees like all scraped and oh, red oh it's not nice oh, it either when you're older no. and you look you try and look nice all the time yeah. and you just look like a moron and she was really shaken up <laughs> and we got our first aider in it didn't happen on work premises but someone brought her back to the office and and we got the first aider along and she sort of did all the questions like were you dizzy and did mm. all the questions and then she said, do you need a hug? And she was like, I do need a hug. Aww. And she gave her this hug. And it was like, and then she started crying. Yeah, I'd cry too. Yeah. It's the shock. It's, it's the, the shock. shock. Um, so we actually did send her off to hospital because she banged her head. And you just don't know, do you? No. If someone bangs their head. Like, you don't want to be the person who says, oh, don't yeah, worry Yeah, you're fine. About it. And then they you're fall fine. asleep and never wake yeah. up. Aww. Yeah. I fell over the other day in my trainers I was walking with um, coffee in the rain and I walked on one of those grating things and I went over ass over tip well not over ass over tip ass under tip yes holding the coffee yeah managed to save the coffee oh <laughs> it was like hurt? it bloody hurt did it, so where did you land on not my like ass. landing on the pavement like you landed on your ass <laughs> yeah, right. and a man a man helped me up and I don't think yeah. he realized quite how heavy I was when he offered <laughs> Don't took, say that. He took it. He took a little more weight than he anticipated, and then a girl said, "Oh, you're fine. Look, you didn't you didn't um, spill your coffee." And I was like, "Yay!" And then I was like, all shaken, and yeah. rang my husband and hello, hello, mom. Yeah, it's not it's not nice, no, is it? It's not nice. So actually, another friend was telling me he felt he just missed the steps coming down the stairs at the station. Just you know when you just miss the step, yeah. And he went down half a flight of stairs, Ooh. and no one came to help him. No, that's not good. You need to help. And what about people like 
your mum lives on her own. Does she have a... Not yet. A little buzzy thing? No, not yet. No. no. But she, is she a faller over? No, she's not really a faller no. over. She's very... She does a lot of yoga and stuff. She's does very she? well, well balanced, yeah. Good on her. Yeah, she's got a great core strength, my mum. Has mom. she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. There you go, you learn all sorts, don't yeah, you? you do. And with that, <laughs> that's the end Is that for, today. for this week. That's this week. So we'll see okay. you again next week where we'll be that's, talking about all sorts fun. of lovely things, oh, including right. going away with your family. <laughs> <laughs> see you then. Okay, bye. bye.